Hi, and thanks for joining me on Creative Conversations with Dion White. I am Dion White, and I am your host. This is episode seven. Today I talk with young Chicagoland creative, Alec Gomez. Alec is a photographer, as well as a web and graphic designer who especially has an eye for style, and he loves sneakers. He has a desire to bring more visual art in the way of fashion, and we hear some wise advice from a 16-year-old about first impressions. Let's welcome Alec to the podcast. Hi, Alec. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to be a guest on the podcast. Of course. I'm excited. How are things going there today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Is it hot up there? Um, it has been, but it's also kind of humid too, because it rains a little bit and it gets kind of disgusting outside. Yeah, it's pretty much like that down here in the South right now as well. Well, good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, go ahead. What's the, um, like the average temperature this week for you guys? Well, this week, yesterday, it reached about a high of 96. Oh, geez. Um, it can be nice early in the morning. But this week has been a little bit more hot and humid than usual. So mm-hmm. we've had a lot of rain, which um, usually plays into that as well. But, uh, you know, it's averages, it averages in the 80s, um, you know, in the summer. So it's really actually nice since we have a very mild winter and, you know, nice spring and nice fall. So I can handle just um, a month or two of really hot weather. So... It's worth it. It's worth it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Over here, winter just gets kind of rough. I'll be honest. It gets pretty bad. Yes. And I know what that's like because I grew up in Ohio on Lake Erie. And so Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to live in snow belt. So speaking of location, (laughs) tell the listeners where you're located and what your name is. So my name is Alec Gomez and I'm located in the Chicagoland area. About 45 minutes out from Chicago. Yes. And that could, you know, you could, from my most recent visit, I found that you can actually live pretty much in the city and still take 45 minutes to get to the city. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Depends on the day, depends on the time. Usually we get there in about a half hour, a little less, but sometimes it's rough. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And you're coming from the east, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Area kind of southeast coming up, so, or just east. So I imagine your commute in is probably easier than some of the other people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a smooth ride for the most part, unless there's accidents here and there, which, you know, obviously happen quite often. So, yeah, but it's not too bad. We're not we're not usually stuck in like two hour traffic or anything like that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's see here. Um, Just going over a few things that I know about you. um, I became aware of you because. I'm a friend of your dad's and I'm Mm -hmm. in his uh, mentoring group, his art next level mentoring group. And I had the privilege of getting to meet you and your sister, Naya and your mom, uh, Yanina recently on my visit to Chicago. And Mm -hmm. I just want to say what a beautiful family you guys are (laughs) and just amazing people that I'm, I feel really blessed to know. So, um, I just wanted to kind of get that out of the way and let people know how I know you, but, um, Besides that, um, 
having a son of my own uh, who is a creative and even a daughter as well, um, I'm a little, I try to be kind of in tune to what else is going on out there with other young artists. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that um, you basically have uh, an eye for great photography, but not just that, but you also have an eye for fashion and, and design. And what I noticed about your Instagram feed, Alex, uh, Alex, excuse me, I'll get it right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, Was that um, it's really cohesive. Your pictures are usually um, similar in nature. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very much um, just has a real artistic quality to them. So so tell the listeners a little bit about what your artistic interests are and, you know, how you express that. Well, you know, one thing that you mentioned earlier is that I'm, I'm very into that fashion and design. I'm really into sneakers, too. That's something I've always been into. And I, I've just recently been finding myself in fashion and my interest in shoes and photography and just getting an inspiration from a lot of other people, you know, watching a lot of um, talks and just different different conversations between designers and stuff like that and so I've gotten an interest out of that and I thought you know what I might as well take pictures of it because it's something I really enjoy and I like you know putting it together in a way that looks good for me and for other people to see it as well just like there's a difference between somebody taking a picture in the mirror of their clothes or whatever for the day and then trying to you know switch the angle up a little bit and give you just a different perspective of different things And so I like to do that a lot, take photos of, you know, just the different things I wear sometimes or just some shoes that my friends might have that I really like. But I also like to put a little twist on it. There's a lot of things that I haven't put on my Instagram yet that I have experimented with and that I I don't know, I was a little iffy about putting, but I think I'm going to start doing it now. But just creating the like a a rough edge around reality and fiction. So by that, I mean that I want to start you know, using different um, like creative abilities I have with different programs just to make things a little more fun. Like on my Instagram, I have a couple pictures of, for example, you know, floating sneakers or, or me looking like I'm reaching out to a pair of shoes and they're floating in the air and different things like that. So I want to start creating more fantasy slash realistic images just to give people, you know, a whole new perspective on these things because I see that a lot in the art world, but I don't really see it much in the the fashion and shoe community or photography community as much. Mm -hmm. And um, that was one thing that was particularly one thing I noticed. It was like, so uh, the one was you had two soccer balls because it was during the world cup. They were kind of like floating in the air and, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way it almost looks uh, like you're an illusionist too, you know, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Like you're saying, you're giving this illusion, you're giving this sense of fantasy and reality kind of thing. But what I noticed is your balance of not just um, having the focus be on you, but you really, whatever it is that you, um, your subject matter is, and it is your sneakers. I've noticed that too. Um, and, you know, is that you highlight the object well, but you're still there. And even your facial expressions go very well with what you're trying to portray (laughs) in, yeah, in your photography. So um, you definitely have a lot of creativity going on with 
feeling, emotion, um, you know, mm-hmm. just even with the design and everything. So let me say this. Um, you made an appearance. We'll get back to that in just a second. But you made an appearance on Breakfast with Sergio, which is one of your dad's morning talk shows that helps <laughs> yeah. practical mm-hmm. tips for artists. And I know it sounds kind of corny, but actually it's a fantastic show. For all of you artists listening out there, um, check out Breakfast with Sergio. He's on YouTube. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. Great advice. Yes. yes, it is. New great. topic every morning. And very balanced across the board for a lot of stuff. And it doesn't take your whole day. So it's really awesome. But Alec made an appearance on one morning. And so tell them a little bit about what you did because I thought it was just genius. Um, so my dad was doing a lot of advice and tips for artists. And he wanted to include, you know, his family in the episodes as well. And he had put my mom into it a little bit with uh, wellness and helping artists and anybody really who watches it, just motivating and building up health and wellness. And so he decided, you know what, I want to put my kids into it too. So I need to think of something that they're into to incorporate. And so he was like, you know what, I want to make something fun and something that people will watch for entertainment as because, you know, a lot of his content is both entertainment, but also giving you valuable information. So he wanted to throw a little mix in there just for fun. And so he decided, he was like, you know what, since you're always making fun of me for the <laughs> for the shirts I wear, <laughs> he's like, I want you to come and give me a makeover. I was like, all right, I'll go do it. And so I went, we picked up some shirts and <laughs> I gave him a style makeover. It just I tried things that are definitely out of his bubble. I wanted to, I didn't, one of the outfits was more like a, a teenager type thing that you would see high schoolers <laughs> wear. The other one was just a complete flip on something that he was wearing. And so I just wanted to, to experiment with that and see how he looked in them. Well, you did a really great job. And my favorite, <laughs> my favorite of that um, episode was the, the flip of kind of, it just kind of contemporized what he already wore by getting a more fitted shirt and yes. you know, maybe no socks with the shoes and you know rolling the rolling the cuff kind of thing and mm-hmm. as opposed to the the rip knee the hill figure shirt you know kind of thing <laughs> which I'm sure he could totally pull that off you know and <laughs> but it just to me it did it didn't say it was his personality but the other no. one just contemporizing you know, for the day and age of fashion and especially mm-hmm. in the artist world, you know, that he's in, but I, I can, I can resonate because if my son and my kids did that to my husband, which I think we need to try. <laughs> <laughs> of course, give it a shot. See what happens. My husband likes cowboy boots and, um, <laughs> you know, that's his dress shoe basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes, you know, the kind of jeans that have, that you might find at Buckle or something that have, like, the filigree kind of look on it, the stitching oh, on the pockets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, I've gotten him to wear a little bit more of a fitted shirt because he used to wear the shirt just like the dad all the time. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've kind of slowly kind of contemporized him a little bit, too. <laughs> but um, so, but anyway, you were really natural in front of the camera, which is something I've noticed about every single person in your family <laughs> because yeah. Naya was on yesterday morning with your dad she was he was a natural and I think it just is in your genes you guys are um, natural born leaders and natural born teachers and so that sometimes can be a plus to being in front of the camera but you also model well you know because you were talking about wearing the clothes mm-hmm. 
and you do that well. And not only do you have a good eye for fashion, but you model it well, you, you know. So let me say this, uh, ask you this. Can I ask how old you are? I am 16, almost 17, about okay. a month away, a little okay. under. I'm really impressed with you because most kids your age are, are not um, intentionally pursuing and seeking themselves their identity yes they're they're floundering a Mm -hmm. lot out there in the world um not knowing who they are and what they want to do or even what their gifts might be kind of following footsteps they are and they're following the world you know Mm -hmm. of what they're being fed so to speak is the way i see it and um, as a mom not just as a mom but as an artist i'm trying to mentor those own creative gifts in my kids young so that they don't have to look forever to figure out who they are or what they want to do but you, um, you mentioned like listening to talks. I mean, because I was going to ask you some of those this or that questions. And I'm thinking, wow, this kid's listening to talks, trying to <laughs> cultivate his gift. And mm-hmm. that's really important. And I commend you for that because my son does the same thing. He like will watch stuff about technology and Apple and um, movie making and photography and just has a hunger to learn. And I think... Alec, that is an amazing quality that you have. So keep it up, brother. Thank you. So as far as um, other than your artistic, creative side, what other hobbies do you have? I mentioned the World Cup, so I'm thinking you're a soccer fan. Oh, yeah. No, the screaming in my house during that World Cup is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Both angry and happy at the same time. (laughs) My mom's not that big of a fan, especially when she's trying to, like, watch a movie or cook and you see my dad screaming goal upstairs or just screaming at the referee even though he can't hear us <laughs> I love it. but you know she, she has to deal with it for a couple months every four years and then she's fine so do you play soccer i do i oh. i play in a, a smaller league with some friends and stuff like that and then during the winter is usually when we play more competitive we have a team together and we play indoor awesome wonderful so is there anything else that you like to do i mean that's a lot already for your age you're doing (laughs) photography you're doing fashion you're seeking yourself you know Mm -hmm. you're you love soccer and i I imagine you just love to hang out with your friends Mm -hmm. yeah and then i also do um piano trumpet i was in a jazz band for school um what else i also uh i started about a year ago maybe my dad helped me with it and then i picked it up on my own and started experimenting with new programs and stuff like that but one thing that i do is i make websites and stuff like that for artists and different friends of my parents that need a website i use different platforms and i basically learned really in depth on these platforms so i create websites i make email funnels and i just you know i work on um that's that's like a one of the jobs that i have and one of the ways that i make money as a teenager that's amazing. So you are freelancing on the yes. side, using your gifts at 16 years old. It's a lot that of fun. Awesome. I love it. I like it well, because it's, it I, yeah, I get excited. <laughs> well, it's fun when you make money doing what you love, mm-hmm. especially, you know, but, you know, it's, it's a needed, it's a need. It's a service that people need because I know, I mean, just last night I was conversing with your dad about my website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and the frustrations of some of the platforms um, that we have and the cost it, it takes to manage these things. And so it's not an easy thing to do. No. And um, so I know because my son's building his right now. 
Mm-hmm. I've used the Wix platform. Um, and I did that because just getting off topic a little bit, but I did that because they had a uh, artificial design intelligence platform at first where mm-hmm. you could, I mean, basically when I first started it, you literally could just um, not just click and drag, but it was like it laid it everything out for you. And all you yeah. had to do was basically put in your in t- your content for your words. And so that was kind of like, I didn't know, have anybody to help me. And that's where I started. And now I've gone back to, now I've gone over to kind of now I've built it from scratch from that. I started a whole new site. So there are tools out there to help us started those ones kind of like you know internet for dummies kind of thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> websites for dummies but i'm so grateful to your dad for his help and i've had some other amazing friends that have helped me um with my seo kind of understanding i took a class on that last year and that is important mm-hmm. it's very important and um yeah because you can hide stuff and it not be seen and then you can get found on google and there's so much to know so that's mm-hmm. really awesome And, you know, I think it's important that people hear that along with you, you know, you're going to school, evidently, right? Mm -hmm. You're not graduated yet. So you're going to school and then you still um, are cultivating your gift and your love for fashion and photography and you're even blending that. And but you have a skill and that skill is technology and that will help you make money to even support other things down the road. Mm -hmm. So I think um, a lot of times people want to be an artist and uh, they don't know how to how to really do it and to make all their skills work for them to their advantage, you know, and that that is definitely a challenge in the world. So you mentioned jazz. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you um, a few this or that questions. Okay. Okay. So you choose, choose, I'm going to give you two choices and you choose. And if you want to expand on the answer, then you can tell me that. So um, you mentioned jazz. So I'm just going to ask you this. So I was going to say jazz or classical music. Jazz for sure. I mean, I like um, hmm. classical. I've played it. I've had to play it on the piano, obviously, and it can, some of it can be boring. Some of it can be really enjoyable. But for me, I just love jazz because it breaks so many rules. Like reading <laughs> the music and playing it, it breaks so many rules. The rhythms are are just weird. The chords are just they they sound wrong when you play them by yourselves, but when you put it together, it sounds really good. And that's why I love jazz. It's just all over the place, and, and it's I love super that. creative. Yeah, it is super creative, and I love that description. Um, and to me, jazz uh, has a lot of energy. Yes. So if I really want to kind of work around the house and I need an upbeat, you know, um, type of, you know, music, I, I will choose jazz any day. You know, mm-hmm. it really drives me. But, um, okay, so uh, pizza or sushi? Oh, why do you have to ask me this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I'm questioning myself. This or that would be easier. (laughs) When it comes to food, though, first one was easy. This one's tough. Um, You could could say both. You could say both. I might have to pick sushi just because I don't get it as often. 
as pizza. I mean, I don't get either very often, but sushi it just has a special thing to it that when I eat it, I'm all set for the rest of the day. Like, my happiness just goes off the charts. <laughs> I love that. Off the chart happiness <laughs> from sushi. Awesome. Okay, so books or movies? Movies. I like the movies more. I like to be able to see it. And then, you know, this just the anticipation of a movie and seeing it in one sitting. Books, I, I don't know, school has kind of ruined it for me because <laughs> the books I've had to read are mostly bad and I can't focus when I'm reading them. So, movies. Wow, that's a profound statement right there. Yeah, <laughs> I was your same. I was the same way in high school. Now, um, I read stuff that nurtures basically my, my gift or my calling kind of thing. You know, I nurture myself you know mm-hmm. and that so it has to be something i'm extremely interested in to read it yeah so. those are the good books the ones that actually help you out and benefit you <laughs> yeah like the one your mom wrote <laughs> it's, yeah right let's, not the boring ones let's give your mom a plug <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that in the end so moms don't quit amazon <laughs> that's right by yanina gomez dr yanina gomez <laughs> So, um, okay, so since you said movies, how about Netflix or in the theater? Oh, um, I would say probably, it it depends on the movie to me, because there's some movies that I have to see in the theater, like I love the Marvel movies, I have to see all of those in the theater, but most other movies where I can just chill out at home, you know, grab some ice cream when I want it, come back, Netflix. So you just answered my next this or that question. <laughs> oh. I was going to ask you Marvel or DC. Oh, Marvel, Marvel. Yeah, we're I think, Marvel family too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think DC has a lot of really good storylines and comic books and things like that. They're, they're doing, they did a good job with storylines, but then when it comes to movies, they just it's not it's not clicking. I don't think it's clicking very well. I think the the Dark Knight series yeah. was amazing and one of my favorite movie series of all time. But just the movies after that just seem a little, I don't know, they're just, they're, just, they're just not clicking as well as Marvel. And, you know, Marvel has that cohesiveness with all their movies and putting they them do. together that it's insane. It's so well thought out. Every single story, every connection, every little thing that you don't notice until the third or fourth time watching the movie as a connection is insane. Yeah, I agree. My son is completely into Marvel and he is a film, he is a videographer and film guy. So we mm-hmm. have to hear all about that in this house. So oh, yeah. did you see, see Ant Man, the most recent? Of course. One? I, yeah, I love it. it. It was awesome. I love the just, just watching, watching a wasp run on that knife was the most satisfying thing. Just the way, <laughs> the way they take these tiny objects and you see them running on it was so cool for me. Yeah, there was definitely some intense moments, but um, I like to laugh a lot. So I really loved when he got shrunk in the school, but not quite shrunk enough. And he was <laughs> yeah. He's a little kid. Yeah, he was a little kid trying to escape. And that was actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Marvel incorporates comedy in the right places. They don't, they don't overshoot it. So they put it in the right spots. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, awesome. Okay, moving on. Um, coffee or tea? Coffee. I don't like tea. I don't know why. That's okay. You might one day, but if not, coffee's awesome anyways. Yes. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Or I have other. a dog. No, not <laughs> a, I like dogs. I love dogs so much. Me too. I've had bad experiences with evil cats before. <laughs> like friends' cats, just they just they hide. They hide all the time, and I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry to all you cat lovers out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I like cats are cute, but I well, 
So you think until they like their stealth, like they stalk and then they'll pounce on you or something. <laughs> yes. Like I've, I've met some awesome cats in my life, but like my cousin's cats has kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> Don't oh, go okay. near them or you're done. <laughs> we are a dog family as well. <laughs> so um, would you, uh, are you driving? So you're driving now? Are you driving now? Oh man. I, I hate to say it, but not yet. I'm well, on, you know, on my like- way. To. you might not have to yet well my mom's pushing for it hard oh so. okay awesome. yeah <laughs> so i have to i have to get on it soon i i'm not taking driver's ed i just have the manual so i'm studying it on my own yeah awesome. right now my daughter who is about to be 15 is chomping at the bit to start and so i know mm-hmm. that when my son started driving he um it was it was a godsend because i was like he could <laughs> he could run my errands he could pick up he could take to school he could do a lot of things and it mm-hmm. was a, a true blessing but if you um have when you drive or when even when you take trips would you rather fly or would you rather drive um i would probably rather fly unless it's a short distance like a couple yeah. hours i probably wouldn't mind yeah, Plus, plane too. tickets would be expensive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My flight to Chicago was short, and it was it was good. It was it just was really uh, easy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember O'Hare being that easy, <laughs> but it was actually quite easy. So, because I used to live up there, I lived there for five years, and so mm-hmm. I was familiar. I've flown in and out of there a lot and around the area. So, all right, last this or that question, and then we're going to move into a few other things. Awesome. Um, beach or mountains? Mountains. Okay. I like climbing. The adventure. I just love the adventure. The beaches, they're, they're fun and all, but I find myself sometimes, I, I'm just kind of sitting there staring at the water. Or I'll go in for a little while, this and that, but I, I like mountains more because there's so much more to see up there. And there's all these different curves and different corners that you can go around. And just, just climbing just seems like a lot of fun. I think that it's interesting when I ask people that question, um, because I would say, well, because there's a lot of kids, especially that live down here, that, you know, they're all about the beach. Yeah, and, here too. Mm-hmm. Um, but as opposed to, uh, I mean, I find a amazing peace, both when I can go to the mountains and when I can go to the beach. I'm about two hours from the mountains and four hours from the beach. And so I... I personally like like a wide open space. I don't like to feel claustrophobic and mm-hmm. so that can happen a lot to me in the mountains, but there is something extremely peaceful and refreshing and just bigger than life kind of feeling when you're in the mountains. And um, I recently went and my girlfriend was like, we're going to go to this waterfall. And I said, okay, awesome. Is it hard to get to? No, we just got to take a little boat and then we got to <laughs> climb a mountain uh, or we got to just climb up the hill over a few trees. And, oh my goodness. I mean, like my shoe was like stuck in, uh, in the mud, you know? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we made it up to see the beautiful waterfall and came back down and it was, it was very worth it. But um, I climbed Diamond Head, which is a volcano in Hawaii. And that was really amazing. It's just something about um, being at that height and, Mm-hmm. feeling like you're bigger than life kind of thing you know and so yeah i would love also, to see a waterfall i've never seen one before not not a big one south. you will definitely have to come to north and north carolina south carolina area and there's waterfalls you can be driving on the road and see a waterfall really that, that's, that's cool amazing. yep yep 
All right. So let me ask you, what do you want to do? What, what do you see yourself doing? Where do you want to go with this? You know, do you want to get picked up by, you know, uh, a company and design, help design sneakers or do you want to promote or do you, what do you, what do you think you want to do? Um, for sure related to online business. I don't, I probably wouldn't want to do anything other than online business because I find a lot of fun in that. And just like the, the contact and the reach of people is, it, it just seems like a lot of fun, especially with the categories that I'm working in. And when it comes to design and stuff like that, I actually, my friend and I, one of my close friends, been friends since elementary school, and he and I were actually working on um, a clothing company that we have gotten started recently, but we kind of had to delay because he ended up going to China for a little while, and and then he went to, I don't know, he went to Mississippi. He's just been all over the place this summer, so we haven't had much time. But we have like shirts, we have some um, some printed up shirts, and then just different designs that we've come up with on the computer, and it's a lot of fun because to, we want to switch things up from the usual T-shirt. Um, hoodie brand and so one thing that we're doing to set it apart is like because of my roots as you know I went to my dad's art opening since I was three days old and I've Mm -hmm. been going every third Friday of the month since then Mm -hmm. so I've had you know big inspiration on the arts and stuff is I want to take we want to take this like street type brand that's like a usual regular everyday clothing brand right but we want to change it up by we want, we want to add, like, you know, paint splatters, strokes, just kind of mess up all the shirts a little bit so mm-hmm. each one is different. That's awesome. So each piece is basically a piece of art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very yeah. limited, that idea. Well, variety um, is needed in mm-hmm. life, I feel like. And what America or the world in general has come to is this mass production of product. Yes. And everybody is dressing like the same. If you're going shopping at Target, Walmart, Kohl's, Pennies, wherever you shop, you know, whatever your store is, and you look for that piece in whatever size, you know, and you show up at the first day of school and you're like, oh, so and so had that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like me. And I remember <laughs> when I was in high school, I loved fashion. I absolutely loved it. And I was one of the mall was about. 30 it was 30 35 minutes from our house me too Mm -hmm. and so um it was like the next big city you know kind of thing from us when Mm -hmm. I grew up so my favorite store growing up uh, shopping at when I was about your age 15 16 um was express and it was the new hot thing you know and that's an international you know European store basically Mm -hmm. and um back then that was like the alternative way to dress and I loved it and I would go in there and I would get pieces and I would go back to school and nobody had what I had yeah one mm-hmm. because they shopped out I, they didn't shop outside our town which basically was like department stores like a Walmart but we didn't have Walmart yet because mm-hmm. we're talking like the 80s and so well maybe it was but we didn't have one <laughs> so um I loved setting a trend I loved having something different and unique from somebody else and so I think what you guys are doing um, is really important because people um, are kind of just being told like how to dress 
you know, by what they're offered in a store as opposed to given an option. Yeah, I see a lot of copy paste in high schools too. Yeah, yep, absolutely. So that's really, really cool. And I hope that that actually just takes off for you guys in the design industry because just, yeah, just keep after that. That would be awesome. I want to see more expression, really. Yeah. Just showing roots from what you wear sometimes. Yeah, and individuality. It's no different mm-hmm. than if I paint a painting of expressing of how I'm feeling or what I'm seeing or what I want to put out there than it is somebody's personal representation of what they're putting on their body, you know, because mm-hmm. I think what we wear says a lot about ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one thing, too, that uh, I've noticed is that a lot of people, a lot of people really don't care about, I'm talking more, more business world now, so setting mm-hmm. Setting high school aside a little bit, yes. you know, I, I strongly believe in first impressions because a lot of people say, oh, I don't care about, you know, how I, how I leave the house or whatever. But, you know, what if, for example, you need a job or whatever and this person you meet is your next employer kind of thing. Mm. Or like you wouldn't go to a meeting in a super big shirt and some unfitted pants, stuff like that. Because unfortunately, I mean, the way things are, people always make um, an assumption based on what they see whether or not they get past it. Wow, that is so true. I, I would agree with you. They say normally, uh, I could be wrong. Um, I think maybe it was your dad even, like you have like the three second, 30, mm, 30 second, three minute thing, you know, uh, he's talking <laughs> yeah. about the time you have to make an impression or to even mm-hmm. establish yourself, you know? So I think that's really, really true. And I don't know about you, but I look at people's shoes because I'm like, I want to see. Oh, of course. <laughs> I think it says a lot about a person with what kind of shoes that they wear. So, and you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe you'll change the, the whole fashion industry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. You never know. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes, yeah, stay tuned. A couple of years from now. Yeah. Well, so this is a question that you may not even think about, but I ask any person who's a creative this, no matter what their field be, because um, one of my personal endeavors is to not just bring um, beauty to the world, but to bring meaning to things and to people's life and um, also I love just portraying a sense of peace or making a path to peace for people. And I know, like I said, this isn't something that you have portrayed yet, but I just want your opinion on this as a younger artist. And I believe that um, creating, we're talking about the actual time that you're taking to collaborate or create and put something together, the thought and everything mm-hmm. about how does it better your life? Does it bring a wellness? Does it bring a wholeness and fulfillment to you? Most definitely. I mean, I would hate to be confined to, you know, a certain space and a certain path and not being able to really like exercise and um, vest in my, you know, my, my field of ideas. So I think that, you know, being able to come up with something in my head and then when if I'm outside of the house or something like that, like as soon as I get the chance to put it into place, I think that's a lot of fun. And, you know, using my creativity and being able to exercise it and watching it grow because 
Um, you know, for example, with the pictures I took, they, they all used to be really bad. Like, you know, many, many people start at that point and then they just, they, they watch as their creativity just builds and builds and builds over time. Well, when I teach people about creativity or their artistic gift, um, one of the first things people say is I can't draw a lick or, you know, I can only draw stick figures or they'll say, I, I don't have a bone of creativity within me. And I'm like, well, you have, maybe you haven't really tried, you know, because I believe that we all have um, somewhat of a creative DNA within us of some sort, whatever we're our area, you know, of expertise is. But what I tell them is everybody has to start somewhere. I mean, even think about it as like a, a child learning, going from crawling to walking, you know, or starting school, everything is going to be elementary at first, but mm-hmm. when, when you practice it, it gets better. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you just we get better at it. Right. We couldn't talk when we were born. We were just saying nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so I think some people still are. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's true. That's true. The, the majority of us learn part I, of our language. Yes. Yes, but it is. An ex- it's, it's an explorative journey to self, an explorative journey to our gift and how we can really relay that and express it. And that. it doesn't end. It doesn't. It, it never ends. It never ends. And I mean, I'm, I, I'm learning that every day still. Mm-hmm. It just never ends. And it's exciting that it just keeps building. It is. Once you find your lane. Yeah, that's a very good point. Awesome. Well, let me just, as we close, I'm going to ask you if you have any words or encouragement or anything you want to say to any um, kids your age or anybody in regards to maybe the path that you're taking of trying to find your identity or, you know, your gift or encouragement. I would say whether you're young or old, just dip your toes in all sorts of water. I mean, that's what I did. I tried a million different things at a younger age that I was encouraged to do. And just finding out what I enjoyed and what I couldn't stand was a very important. You know, as a younger person, I've been fortunate enough to find out what my passions are and different things that I really love to do and stick to them. And, you know, just one thing that I like to do is just learn from other people's examples as well, because I I strongly believe in learning through other people's stories. I love stories, and that's what I watch all the time. I mean, I see um, talks or college seminars where they bring in different guests and things like that, or just interviews. I love interviews as well because they, they really help you learn about a person and how they got there and their path to to really finding their passion, you know, somewhat replicating that path and then creating your own from it. And so just... Just focus on all sorts of different things and try out everything until you find what like really, really gets your gears moving, what gets your creativity flowing and what makes you the happiest for sure. That's really great. That's really great. I know that for my kids, you know, they've tried different sports, they've tried different instruments and, you know, even though it might not have been their thing they still tried and it's enhanced or enriched their life in some way, you know, because it's given them a perspective and helped narrow their path on what they do love. So that's really great advice from a 16 year old. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, this is that you have, um, you've got a lot going for you and I just pray blessings over you and over your life and your career path. And I just think that your parents um, have done an amazing job at raising a fine young man. 
And, um, <laughs> it's, it's, I know you laugh about it, but it's true. You're ahead of the game, Alec, and you should be very proud of that. So I wanted to thank you for your time today. Thanks and, for having me. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. Do you have any questions for me? Um, actually, I do. Okay, awesome. Go I noticed, yeah, I noticed that in a lot of your art, you use, you use very, um, like, like glittery things, very, very bright, and also, you know, peaceful as well. So I was wondering where you, where the, the glittery colors came from, if that makes sense. So are you talking <clears throat> glittery colors like the gold? Or... Yes. Okay. So um, the gold is representational for um, a, from the old Japanese art of Kintsugi. Uh, and if you haven't looked it up, you can research it, or I have something about it on my website as well. Um, it, it's been something that has evolved over time. Uh, I used to actually not really like gold at all. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, I only used to even wear silver jewelry. And now I've had this, this, I don't know, this draw and this drive to use gold in my work. And I think it is to say, um, to say it best is that I think it's a gold that we can't do in the refining of our hearts and our lives ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I want to portray that in all different ways of how people can be mended in their hearts and have hope in life to have a a well life, to have a good life, an abundant life of hope and healing and peace. And that gold for me personally is basically the touch of God on your life. And that's what brings the healing and the wholeness and the peace to the pieces. A lot of them look broken and some of them it just enhances. And I feel like that it is incomplete. A lot of my work is very incomplete without the gold now. I want to say that this is just, this is crazy. I mean, this, the whole idea that every artist puts colors on a canvas or they make a statue or whatever. But I mean, I just ask you a simple question about where did this one color come from? And it leads to a whole new story and it, a lot about you and just learning more about different individuals based on just a simple color. You know, and for me personally, it has a lot of representation um, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, living um, at the age I am, I'm 46, uh, living through a lot of suffering at times and struggle and hardship, you know, emotional, physical, both. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very broken, you know, in a time in my life. And I you know, I'm really glad you asked me this question because I feel like I have the freedom to say it on my own podcast, but you know, God really healed my heart and he really healed my life and he healed me mentally and really physically as well. And it, I guess it's my way of saying to the world, there's hope for you too. I want to say you have a very positive energy. <laughs> Thank you, you really do. <laughs> well, I love I- it. And that is one of the things that he healed in me was I lived mm-hmm. in a really negative mindset for a long time. And I had to really find the gold in myself first. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time to do that. And, you know, I thought, gosh, this is going to look really gaudy. <laughs> gold in my work, you know, but people love it. And there's... it comes across different. Yeah, it doesn't come across like that. 
I, I would hope not. And no. <laughs> I, I want it. I, I'm not looking for perfection. I do look for excellence, but I just want people to realize that there is hope for healing in their hearts, even in the world and the day and age that we live in. That's awesome. So thank you so much for asking me that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it fit really well. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I appreciate you and I appreciate your family. And um, this is going to be a really fun podcast for, I feel like, people to hear. And you're going to be a great encouragement to a lot of young people out there. I hope so. So, um, so we'll be in touch and stay tuned. I'll let you know when it is published and, you know, and then you can share that with your friends and they can listen to and, and would you like to be a guest down the road again one day? Of course. That was fun. We can see how these things are developing. Yeah. An update. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Awesome. Alec. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate it a lot. You are welcome, and we will talk to you again soon, hon. All right, thank you. Okay, hon. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Creative Conversations with Dion White. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can subscribe and follow to my podcast on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms. We'll see you next time. Stay creating.